0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast. It's another week of MLB The Show and uh, complaining about stuff. Not really. Last week was a heater. Uh, was I incorrect? Uh, it was. Uh, it was an, uh, an emotional episode. We'll call it that. So, on the heels of just complaining incessantly about events, we're going to talk about events again today. But instead, it's going to be a helpful podcast. Hopefully, uh, it's the moonshot event. Pitching is near impossible runs are going to be through the roof but i'm going to try to do my best to help you pitching a little bit we're going to go through pitching options for the moonshot event that are worth your time these are all live series bronzes so you can buy them all on the market super cheap if for some reason you don't have specific ones i will show you exactly who i'm using rotation and bullpen then i will show you some other options some alternatives outside of those options Uh, At the end, we'll probably go over a little bit of lineup advice too, or just like general event moonshot approach advice, but at the end of the day, just close your eyes and swing. PCIs are going to be huge. It's Shield Woods. You barely even have to touch the ball, and it will fly over the fence. Um, That's why moonshot is is headache-inducing, and that's why the pitching advice, or the pitcher advice that I'm going to give you, will hopefully be helpful. Hope everyone is doing great. I hope they had a great weekend. It is Tuesday, of course. Tuesday is when we upload on YouTube and podcast platforms. Uh, I wanted to thank everybody before we hop in. We just crossed 1,500 subscribers on YouTube. Super, 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 super cool. I'm thinking about doing a little bit of a giveaway, maybe, once we get to 2,000. I don't know what that giveaway will be. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. But if you're listening on YouTube and you've yet to subscribe, I suggest you do so. Because you're going to have to be a YouTube subscriber to participate in said future giveaway anyway. um, The numbers are through the roof. I can't believe that you guys continue to support me. Thank you. I appreciate it. We're trying to go big on TikTok and YouTube shorts as well. I'm trying to be more consistent there. Just content across the board. Also, quick programming note. uh, You guys know that I upload to YouTube Monday through Friday. A lot of you do. Some of you don't. Now, Now you all do. Once the season begins to wind down, I'm thinking sometime during set six, uploading five times per week with the current structure I have, it's going to be difficult, if not damn near impossible, because we're not going to get as much new content. Your God squads aren't going to change much. So our Thursday and Friday videos come set six, not in the immediacy, come set six are kind of up in the air. Maybe we'll be able to start talking about MLB The Show 24 predictions and or news by that point. That'd be super cool. I kind of have an idea to have some fun with maybe making a road to the show character and starting a story and taking you guys along the journey. Uh, Just a general question in the comment section of YouTube. And if you're listening on Apple and Spotify, come over to YouTube real quick and just drop your comment down below. What other types of things would you want to see from me in lieu of Thursday's How to Pitch With series and Friday's Your God Squad series? Not saying those series will be gone forever. They might be. If I had to lean one way, I would keep How to Pitch With and maybe do something different with the God Squad series moving forward. But just general ideas. What do you guys think? I'm just trying to think ahead so when Set 6 rolls around and the content stops, I'm not out here. High and dry. So, let me let me know what you guys want to see or hear. You know I always try to create stuff that you guys want to see. So, uh, let's uh, let's get into the Moonshot event. When we're talking about the Moonshot event, the first thing I want to show you guys is the reward path. Of course, I will just drop the volume down a smidge here. Okay. Uh, it sucks. Glaber Tor is 95 overall. You get for five wins. This card is an abysmal. He's not good. Yoan Moncada, other than the fact that he has a fan-favorite swing and he is a switch hitter, not a good card. Nothing really to report here. You get a draft pack, a 12-win pack, as is normal. However, they did release the 12-win reward of George Springer. And I actually think George Springer's a really cool card. I just got my first one from getting 12 wins, and I, I went past the Astros. And I sold it. I um, oh, way past the Astros. George Springer, 99 silver slugger. First of all, I appreciate that we got a 99 George Springer. That's not the same George Springer we always get, that postseason card. Uh, 90 in the field as a primary center fielder. Given his 74 speed, I think it's best that we stick him in right or left field. I prefer right field personally because he has a pretty decent arm. 106 contact right, 125 power right, 102 contact left, 108 power left, 113 clutch. I'd argue, especially for George Springer, who's a pretty... Clutch hitter, generally speaking. That's a little low. But it's better than both of his contacts. And if it's better than both of his contacts, that's fine with me. Plus, it gets up to 118. Uh, Like I said, he's 90 in the field, 91 arm strength, 94 reaction. This is actually, legitimately, no shit. A very fun, good card. I think it's the best event 12-win card so far. Michael Young, shockingly, is probably his closest competitor... You guys let me know what you think of the 12-win rewards. Not that we're ranking them, per se, but am I missing what Ian Happ was all right, but he sucks against lefties. Uh, I think Springer's the best, followed closely by Michael Young, or they flip-flop. Either way, they're one and two. Now, on to Moonshot. Oops. Some general advice before we get going. Don't get frustrated. I know that's easier said than done. Don't get frustrated. You're going to let up runs. Games are going to be high scoring. They're going to be 13-10. They're going to be 8-9 or 8-7. They're, like, you're, there might be some 20-16 to 16 games. It's fine. This is a launch angle simulator. You winning or losing in Moonshot is not indicative of how good or bad of a player you are. It takes no actual skill to win a Moonshot game. Does it help if you're a good player? Of course it does. But it's just a launch angle swing timing simulator. You have to get under the ball and be within a reasonable timing of the pitch and you'll hit it hard. Because Shieldwood's is... It's like it's on the moon. Hence why it's called Moonshot. We're not going to talk about lineup yet because the crux of this video is pitching. This event exists until August 31st. So even though, yes, this event did come out like four or five days ago by the time you guys are listening to this, you still have a lot of time to play Moonshot. And if you're like me, you might even go past the 40-win plateau because I love Moonshot for PXP, as annoying as it is. So, let's talk pitchers. First, I'm going to show you who I'm going with in my rotation, and then we're going to talk about alternative options and strategically why I'm doing the things I'm doing. First of all, the best moonshot pitcher is Graham Ashhole. I mean Ashcraft. Outlier cutter, outlier sinker. He's a bronze. Enough said. That's it right there. He's got a really nice delivery. He throws hard as all hell, and his pitches move a ton. I'm targeting in the moonshot event more break than I am velocity. Because timing these pitches and are so easy. And PCIs are so big. I'm trying to miss PCIs. I'm trying to get on the fringes of the PCIs. It's easy to square shit up if it's pretty straight. I'm avoiding four-seam fastballs mostly. I'm avoiding just straight outlier guys for the most part. There are always exceptions because you have to have guys who are, you know, Uh, can attack your opponent's weaknesses if they exist. But generally speaking, I'm looking for high-break, weird pitching delivery type of guys. Graham Ashcraft, though, with double outlier, and because his outlier pitches move opposite directions, he's very good. And again, 99 break. Paul Blackburn, low-key a king. Sinker cutter as his first two pitches. He throws soft. He has 99 break. And in 15.2 innings, all moonshot, he only has a 6.89 ERA, which you're going to say is high. But it's not for Moonshot. I love Paul Blackburn. If your opponent is using righties, you're not going to see a lot of righty batters because it's only righty pitchers. So you're going to see a lot of lefty batters, a lot of switch hitters. But against righties, he's lethal. Against lefties, that sinker below the zone's a lot of ground balls. Mike Soroka. You're going to see a lot of Mike Soroka because his delivery is weird. He has a weird velocity. It's kind of like right in the middle. And his pitches break. I hate facing Mike Soroka a lot. But he's pretty good. In 23 innings, this is spread across BR as well, but that's also basically Moonshot. Excuse me, 861 ERA. Good pitcher. Chris Rodriguez is somebody I'm going to start working in more. Don't be afraid of overalls for pitchers. You can only use bronzes, you can't go below it. And all the bronzes are basically going to perform exactly the same. Chris Rodriguez, 99 velo, 94 break. He's got a filthy sinker that. Can get up there. The problem is he has very little control. But if your opponents are swing happy, it's probably good that you're missing the plate a little bit because you're going to get some weak contact. I like Chris Rodriguez. He's also very good in BR, by the way. Another guy I'm going to start sprinkling in like Salt Bay. Hayden Wiss- Uh, Hayden Wisniewski from the Cubs. Slider, primary, which I love. Also sinker-cutter. Also a circle change. He doesn't throw particularly hard. 99 break. He gets 99 break on the slider. The sinker's an 81. The cutter's a 79. For a bronze, that's not bad. 99 break on the slider is actually electric. Uh, Plus, he's got not a strange delivery, but it's not exactly common. So, I think he's worth it. Other starting options. Legitimate ones. When also recognizing the fact that all pitchers are mostly going to suck. So you can you can realistically just default your your pitchers across the rotation and bullpen and just play. But I'm here to help you. Spencer Turnbull. Throws a sinker. 99 break. Kind of has a a, not a weird delivery, but he kind of shields the ball a little bit because he turns a little bit away from the pitcher. Uh, he's not my favorite to face. Spencer Turnbull's pretty good. Um, I've seen a a decent bit of Mike Clevenger. I think it's because the four seam and cutter work pretty well in tandem. The cutter is disguised pretty well because of the four seam. Not a lot of velo, not a lot of break. Also, I'm pretty sure, a bad guy. Um, But I guess if you want to use him, go right ahead. Uh, Grayson Rodriguez was in my moonshot rotation for a decent bit. He's the reason I don't think velocity is enough to get you by in moonshot, because he doesn't offer much else other than his outlier fort. Is it outlier? Not outlier on this card, but his 99-mile-an-hour fastball. His cutter is just meh. Uh, His slider and curveball are easily read out of his delivery. I don't think they're deceptive at all, and his circle change is 86, which is like... It's not slow enough. I think you actually need some slower pitchers in this event to fuck up timing. Uh, If you want to use Grayson, I get it. I'm not here telling you never use Grayson Rodriguez. I'm just saying for me, in my experience, he wasn't great. Uh, Herman Marquez I used for a little while and I regretted it instantly. He's not that good. Dane Dunning I had some success with. 8.76 ERA. That includes a little bit of BR. Sinker and a cutter. Nice 96 break. Doesn't throw hard at all. I think people start picking up on his tendencies pretty quickly. Uh, But Dane Dunning is good. And again, in BR, use him in BR. He's he's definitely a good pitcher in Battle Royale. Uh, Adam Wainwright, it's so offensive to say he's good for moonshot event because in real life, he's basically just a batting practice pitcher now. So sad. Adam, I miss miss you when you were good. Um, But 99 break with a sinker and a cutter. That's what we're looking for, guys. It sounds so repetitive. It sounds so silly. It sounds like it's not cheating, but like abusing the meta. We are. We're abusing the meta. That's how this works. Uh, Casey Mize, I low-key kind of like because you don't see a lot of bronze pitchers with splitters, at least starters. Um, I'm not saying throw the splitter a lot. It'll hang, and it'll get absolutely smashed. But in seven innings, I have a 2-5-7 with Casey Mize. That's mostly BR. Good pitcher. Casey Mize is a good pitcher. Uh, Kenta Maeda actually is a little bit of batting practice. Here's a sneaky one. Yanni Chirinos... Has a kind of... Not a weird delivery, but he kind of like holds the ball for a second and then it just it seems to explode out of his hand. He's not incredible. I actually haven't used him, but I just know from facing him in BR and this this event and other events, he's not bad. Plus another bronze with a splitter. Johnny Cueto. Sinker, cutter, funky delivery. 93 stamina too, which when we're talking about bronze pitchers in a moonshot event, a little stamina is nice. Um... Stamina is not the reason you'd use this card over another, but he is certainly an option. Let's see here. We've got uh, Jordan Lyles, low-key sneaky. 91 breaks. Sinker is a fifth pitch. Does it break? Nah, Sinker doesn't have a lot of break. 85 stamina, though. He's all right. Good, not great. Kyle Hendricks is actually shockingly going to be a legitimate option because he throws so goddamn slow. 43. That's right. 43. Velocity. I don't know if I'd start him, actually. I'd probably bring him in as a change of pace fella. But, he's viable. And as I said, guys, most pitchers are gonna suck anyway. I'm doing all of this, spending all this time doing this, so you don't have to spend all your time doing this. You can just pick the pitchers and go. Um, Brandon Bilock? I, I I never know how to say this guy's last name. They gave him a sinker this year, and he has 99 break with 87 velo. I actually like this card a decent amount. I don't know why he has 99 break. Oh, it's because he has one pitch that breaks. His 12-6 breaks uh, 99. You're not going to throw his 12-6 in a moonshot event. Maybe he's not as good as I thought. But I guess if you want to give him a try, go ahead. Uh, Brubaker, JT Brubica. Sinker, slider, twelve don't throw it. Four seam, circle change. I like him. I like him in BR as well. The ball comes out of his hand pretty nice. Uh, he's comfortable, easy to pitch with. Uh, don't throw Severino. Don't do it in real life either. Adrian Hauser low-key is kind of pretty good. Sinker primary, which we love. It's got 86 Velo, 77 break. His 4 seamer's pretty nice. Uh, we're starting to get into the realm of, like, fringe options here, guys, but I told you I'd go through the entire list. Sixto Sanchez. God, I miss Sixto Sanchez. Remember when he was uh, electric? Primary changeup with a sink or a secondary. I love that for Moonshot. The changeup is going to be an effective pitch if you have somebody who's just horny for hard stuff inside. You throw that changeup, you get easy ground balls, or at least weak pop-ups or something. Um, another word of advice, especially as we talk about somebody like Sixto. Um avoid corners. Moonshot is going to be a mash fest. Live just slightly above or slightly below corners. Best advice I can give you. Uh, these guys all suck, 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 suck. Ah, mm -mm. Corey Kluber's okay. Sinker, cutter, and a slurve I actually kind of like, but 55 stamina basically means he's throwing to three batters and his arm's going to fall off. I said stamina shouldn't be a huge factor. I I meant that in that high stamina should not be a deciding factor. Low stamina like this actually is a problem because you're going to go through your pitching staff a lot quicker. So maybe avoid Corey Kluber. What does this guy throw? Sneaky option, Jake Woodford, sinker primary, 99 break, 76 stamina, pitch control, 89 on the sinker, not bad, 95 pitch break on the slider with 99 on the curveball, oh, Jake Woodford might be kind of nasty with it, I haven't used him, he might be okay. Um, Javier Assad falls into the Corey Kluber camp, sinker cutter with a slider, we love that, 83 pitch and clutch is actually really good, but 45 stamina, yucky, yucky, not good. Not good. Uh, At any point, by the way, guys, if you have pictures that you're using that I have not mentioned, please comment them down below. It's helpful for me, but it's also helpful for everybody else watching looking for more opinions. Um, We're a family here. Ohana means family, and family means everybody shares their moonshot options. I believe we're reaching the end here. Oh, Zach Thompson. I kind of like Cutter Sinker. Cutter Primary is... Oh, that makes me borderline erect. Uh, 93 Break. Just a, just a good, solid overall pitcher. 92 break on the sinker. My God. All right. We like that. Um, Dakota Hudson. Eh, he doesn't really put it where you want. He kind of sucks. Oh, Luis Sessa was... Uh, does he throw a sinker still? He does. Luis Sessa's pretty good. He's not bad. And uh, that'll do it for the starting options. Overall, guys, I think Ashcraft, Blackburn, and Soroka should be locks in everybody's starting staff. And then those last two are up for your interpretation, your comfort level. Guys, maybe you want to parallel up for BR or other things. Uh, For me, like I said, it's Chris Rodriguez and Hayden Vistatis right now anyway. Um, Plenty of guys that you can rotate in and out though. Now for the bullpen.
1: There are a lot of options
0: in the bullpen. I'm going to tell you who I'm using now. A word of advice on the bullpen. A lot of people are using the same exact pitchers. It's twofold. One, they're pretty good. Two, they are just auto-filled into your bullpen. You as a hitter are going to start seeing the same pitchers a lot. You're going to start getting a lot better at hitting those pitchers. So my advice is to pick some options that are a little deeper into the bullpen, a little deeper into the overalls, because like I said, a bronze is a bronze. There's not a huge difference between a 65 and a 70. I picked some guys purposely that I think are not seen a ton. I think that's going to help me in the long run because there's going to be less of a comfort level. One of those people is Kendall Graveman. He throws a hard sinker that just bores in on righties. He's also got stuff to get lefties out. I am a fan of Kendall Graveman. Don't worry that he's playing down today on the day I'm recording. It doesn't matter. Trevino, funky release, sinker, cutter, 99 break, and 99 velo. Um, his slider is his 99 break, as is his circle change. Trevino's a weapon. Jake Bird, people don't use this fella. He throws kind of funny with a sinker and a cutter and a slur of 99 v low 99 break. Jake Bird, fly away like a king. Kaka, use him. Use Jake Bird. Brian Baker has sneakily been one of my best options. I low key despise the fact that he only has three pitches, but his cutter is such a good pitch differential, speed differential rather, from his four seam. Plus, he has a circle change that gets out. That 13.15 ERA. He's gotten a lot more outs than that. I've thrown him in some blowouts with his energy completely shattered just to get outs and eat outs, so that's why his ERA is a little up. But this card is very good for moonshot. Jimmy Herget, the freak. Uh, I like him because he throws five pitches, including a sinker. He throws pretty soft, so he's going to get some weak contact, but I also like that he has a slurve and a slider. That seems repetitive, but I actually think there's a sneaky tunnel there because if you start throwing enough sliders or you start throwing enough slurves and then you throw the other one your opponent's going to anticipate the break of the first one you're going to throw him something different and he's going to weak contact so uh, i like jimmy hergert plus 88 hit per 9 low key kind of stinky as a like stinky in a good way as a reliever if we're talking about pci's being big at least his will be a little tinier. jimmy hergert put him in your bullpen uh i hit the wrong one here we go bruce dar should be a lock in every bullpen sinker cutter Really deceptive when you throw both of those pitches. He throws very nicely inside to lefties. 12-7-1 um, ERA does not exactly dictate that. But don't worry. He's very good. I love Dor. He's a GOAT in BR. He's a GOAT in Moonshot. He's a GOAT when you need him. I'm using Zach Pop. Zach Pop because he throws like Adam Adovino. The only reason. He also throws a sinker with 99 velo 95 break on his uh, other things. Oops. But Zachary Jebediah Pop throws from the hardest to hit arm angle in the game other than submarine pitchers. Zach Pop sinkers inside to the righties. They're not hitting it. He's deceptive inside to lefties too. That sinker four seam tunnel inside to lefties is nice. The slider is good as well. Use Zach Pop. People sleep on Zach Pop. People see him in a BR draft. They're like, who the fuck is Zach Pop? They don't even take him. He throws like Adam Adovino. It's the same delivery. Take him. It's easy. And then lastly, my secret weapon has been Scott Efros. Slider primary. Oh, I love that. With a sinker. 95 movement on the four seam kind of sucks because that pitch doesn't move. But uh, I like him because he throws middling velocity and he's got pretty decent control for a bronze. He also throws from a low. It might be more of a sidearm than a submarine. He throws down. He throws downward from the right side. Um, And a lot of relievers... Actually, I think he might be the only reliever in moonshot, to my knowledge, that doesn't throw overhand. In the comments, let me know if I'm wrong, but I think Efros is the only one that throws sidearm to submarine. There are some guys who throw three-quarter. I'm considering that overhand. Scott Efros is nasty. Use him. Other options... A lot of them. I've seen so many. Miguel Castro throws very hard. Only through three pitches, excuse me. Uh, I actually think his slider is pretty lethal. He just doesn't really throw the ball anywhere close to where you want. So I've avoided Miguel Castro. Garrett Whitlock is very good, but I think he's one of those pitchers everybody uses, so people are just comfortable against him. Same thing goes for Sir Anthony Dominguez. Excuse me, I can't speak. Um... I get torched with Sir Anthony Dominguez, and I hit the shit out of Sir Anthony Dominguez. So, for that reason, I'm out. I'm not using him. Uh, Jason Foley is a different option. A certainly different option. Sinker primary with a slider. His sinker has a 93 break. His four-seamer 97. Enough with this four-seam break, guys, being the defining factor on a break statistic. Uh, but Jason Foley's worth your time. Jonathan Lewisica. People either piss on the slurve or they can't hit the slurve. There's no in-between. And because of that variance, I don't even want to touch him anymore. Pause. Um, I just don't want to use Jonathan Loisica anymore. But I guess if you like him, you can. Uh, Michael Tonkin doesn't really offer much, even though he does have a sinker. You did, Eli Morgan used to have a cutter. No, oh, Cal Quantrill has the cutter. Eli Morgan would be decent with a cutter, actually. At least for this event. Um, we're avoiding just straight... 4-seam guys. Anthony Bender's good. Anthony Bender's a BR legend. I love Anthony Bender. Uh, I actually can't believe I don't have him paralleled, shockingly, because I feel like I draft him a good amount. Uh, sinker, slider, circle change. The sinker has 96 break, and the circle change has 90 break. So, we like Anthony Bender. Luis Garcia's good. Colin Holderman's good. TJ Antone's good. Dylan Floro's good. JT Hajwa because we're French. Uh, not really, but he's good. I like JT Shashua. I just like saying his name. Um, where else are we go? Justin Topa's all right. It says he has 99 break on the slider. I just feel like he's pretty easy to pick up, but if you want to use Justin Topa, go ahead. Michael Fulmer's pretty good because mostly his delivery actually makes Michael Fulmer pretty good, but he does have a sinker and a slurve. He's viable. Jimmy Cordero. Here's the thing. Not a good person. Um, pretty, pretty not good. Uh, but his sinker's hard. His four seems hard. He has, oh, he used to have outlier. Not anymore. Uh, the problem is his control is 44. (sighs) Sheesh. It's going to be a problem putting the ball where you want. So use him at your own risk. I've seen people use him and I get why. Use him at your own risk. I would rather you use Carlos Hernandez. Here's the weird one. He doesn't have a sinker or a cutter. He has a splitter, which we like. He is actually a bronze pitcher with outlier. And remember I said velocity's not everything? Sure. You gotta have someone in the back who throws a little hard just in case your opponent's struggling with velo. He's not gonna be your every game guy. He's not gonna be your clutch game guy, per se. But... He has outlier on his fastball, he controls his pitches reasonably well, and he has a splitter to keep you honest on that outlier fastball. For that reason, he is viable. Who else do we have? Yimmy Garcia, I love NBR. Th- oh, five innings, no runs. Yimi Garcia is a demon, actually. Uh, sinker slurve, very good. I'm a fan. Jose Cisnero, same thing, has a sinker. He's good. Carl Edwards Jr. Um, he's all right, throws a cutter. Funny little delivery, kinda. He's he's all right. Uh, oh, geez, who else we got here? Tyler Kinley, very good in BR. Has a sinker. I mean, guys, you're pitching. You're picking sinker cutter, guys. It's it's that simple. But I'm just doing the work here for you. Gregory Santos, they gave outlier another bronze with outlier, so he's good. Uh, a lot of people though have seen him from that monthly rewards program, so I, I bet there's some familiarity there. Jorge Alcala. Not bad. Diego Castillo, not bad. Keegan Thompson, not bad. There's a lot of not-bads. Uh, we're just trying to find the good ones. Yancy Almonte, not bad. Dre Jameson, pretty good. Nick Martinez, guess what he throws? A cutter. Huascar Brasovan, sinker and a slurve, not bad. Josh Winkowski, sinker and a cutter, not bad. Like, there's a lot of these guys. Orgasmo Ramirez, cutter, sinker. He's actually pretty nasty. I'm going to add him into, I'm going to add him into my bullpen. Um, Joe Kelly's whatever. Jonathan Hernandez, whatever. Um, oh, Albert Abreu. Albert Abreu has outlier one on his sinker. Outlier sinker. You're not going to find that in a lot of places, at least in this world that we live in. Uh, Mason Thompson throws a sinker. Colin McHugh throws really, really soft and has a cutter. Does Alex Reyes have a sinker? No, that's just that fake card they made. Jordan Hicks. Jordan Hicks has a sinker. His sinker doesn't break as much as his slider, but it breaks a lot. Jordan Hicks ain't bad. We're starting to get into a little deeper territory now. 68 overall, 67 overall. Seth Martinez, guess what he throws? A sinker and a cutter. Ryan Thompson, big fan, throws a sinker. Also, Oh, he throws kind of sidearm. There's one more that throws kind of sidearm. It's Ryan Thompson. I forgot about him. Ryan Thompson th- kind of throws sidearm. Uh, Dwayne Underwood. I actually really like Dwayne Underwood. You know why? Sacred to Carter. Plus he throws like Corbin Burns. Uh, Tyler Rogers, how could I forget about this moron? He throws completely submarine. Disregard my statement from way earlier in the video. There are two others who throw submarine. I forgot about them. Uh, Bryce Wilson, guess what he throws? A sinker primary with a slurve. Uh, Odorizzi, Cutter, Splitter. That's a nice little combination there. Adrian Martinez throws hard, throws a sinker. Brent Honeywell, he throws a screwball. It's a little something spicy, a little something different. Tommy Nance, he throws weird, slurving a sinker. Guys, there's so many options here. Shane Green, and guess what they all cost? 30 stubs. (laughs) Shane Green, sinker, Cutter. Bo Brisky. Never mind. I thought he was somebody different. Cutter and a splitter for Mark Melanson. Riley Pint, he's got a fun name, but he doesn't have any good pitches. Who else do we have here? We're on the last page. Rafael Montero, sinker, throws hard, good slider. Sam Coonrod, unfortunate name, throws a sinker at a slur with five pitches, though. And lastly, this guy, Andres Machado, 99 velo with a sinker. A lot of options, guys. A lot of options here. A lot of options. Options that'll make you go, ooh, stinky. Uh, When it comes to building your lineup, we're not going to spend a lot of time on this. If you're a good player, use whoever the fuck you want. You can use whoever you want. It's within the the restrictions. If you find yourself struggling or you'd like an upper hand, use all lefty or switch hitting bats. You're always going to have the platoon advantage. Obviously, use guys with good power. As you can see, my lineup's a little mix of everything. I have Jackie Robinson in there because I'm trying to work on his parallels. I'm trying to get a little more comfortable with his swing. I hit Jackie Robinson very well against lefty pitching. I've been struggling versus righties. This is my opportunity to get better. Uh, Use guys who are going to fulfill mission requirements for the moonshot program. The moonshot program largely stinks. Who else is surprised? Not me. Uh, I'm five points away from getting Kyle Schwarber. All I have to do is hit five more home runs with Short Kings, a.k.a. Jose Ramirez. Uh, There's a lot of missions you could do here. You can use guys like Rizzo Duvall, Bregman Donaldson Seager, and Miguel Cabrera from this program to get you progress. Of course, only one of them is a lefty batter. Two of them are lefty batters. Sorry, Anthony Rizzo as well. Um, It's a shit program, guys, and it's a shit event because it's moonshot again. It's getting lazy. But if you want to have an advantage, I hope this video helped you. I hope I was able to give you guys options for pitching so you don't have to go through the list and look yourself. They're all cheap. 30 stubs. I'd bet the max would be 50 stubs. Go buy them if you don't have them. You have until August 31st to get 40 wins or more. I'm at 32. I've gotten one George Springer. I'd like to get one more because George Springer got me about 250,000 stubs, and that made me feel good in my downstairs. Uh, But that's going to be the end of this episode, guys. I hope it helped. Leave a comment down below if I forgot any pictures, if you have any opinions, anything. And don't forget to let me know about what you want to see at the end of the game cycle when content's going to change a little bit. Again, I'm not going anywhere. I'd still love to upload Monday through Friday, but I recognize that we're going to have to change things up a little bit, and that's fine. Athletes adjust. Uh, But I'll talk to you guys next week. I hope you enjoyed this. Love you all. Thanks for making it to the end. Peace!